The Bushy and Bobo Show, a healthy scratch podcast. Here's your hosts, Kyle Bush and Brian Rager. The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Welcome back to Bushy and Bobo episode 33 on Healthy Scratch. That's Facebook. It. Yeah. Then it's been a second Twitter. since we've talked because we're finally, we got hockey again. We got some yeah. season action. But would you think of that we know hockey? No, for both wearing uh, Pennsylvania football team shirts. Yeah, and one of them is pretty good. And the other, not so much. Yeah, I'm glad that you didn't argue with me because I was going to... No, the word, the rumor is that uh, Trubisky's still starting today, but we'll see. Shortly we're not a football podcast, so... We were the one. Actually, you know what? We, we could be a football... We could be whatever the yeah. hell we want. Yeah, Even though that's a hockey stick in our logo, it's... Dude, we talked football. We did like a whole yeah, draft fantasy thing. And... Yeah. Oh, I don't care. I'll talk about whatever the hell I want. Exactly. What are they going to um, do? Fire us? Yeah, who? Who's going to do that? Big JD? <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> the thing just goes down itself. As much as that was like podcast before podcast, we talked about that in episode one, didn't we? And I think we talked about it. Well, I know you and I, we talked about it another time. I don't know if it was on a podcast or not. Like, it was, it was uh it was fun, but it was oh, yeah. like internet radio. That's kind of like I think I think he was gambling on like this is gonna be huge. Yeah. Is technically Sirius XM, isn't that technically not really? Nah, but it's, it's like uh, satellite radio, right? Yeah, like internet radio. That was so weird. It's like you have to go and like log into the like to the website. And then... It's kind of weird because it's like you can't get it in a car, which is like that's the only time I listen to the radio. Yeah. So. Actually, I would listen to it when uh, the one day I wasn't, I had early class and you were on. Yeah. Uh, when it was you and Kurt and on the one day, followed by the quilting lady. And then. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a transition there. Uh, so there was a few things that, that happened in the NHL, like kind of before the season started and now like preseason, you know me, I'm kind of a nerd for it. Like I'm going to a game on Friday wings leaves like preseason one and at that point i think it's like one of the last games so like i don't know if they'll play a lot of regulars i have no idea like they might go you'll, you'll see some of the, you'll see some of the regulars in there and uh you never know because it's like well we know who's going to be in and like most of the time you see them play like regular guys at home but like to get the chemistry just, though yeah but like two of their like top lines played in chicago last night you know what i mean so but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that but um the one thing that i kind of wanted to bring up was uh that Nathan McKinnon contract was, uh, was Who got like, paid bank. He got paid. So the details on that, let's look, let's go to cap friendly, which is our favorite freaking site ever. Wait, why can't I go on? Share, some oh, there share the screen, bro. So he got, uh, what is that? 12.6 million for like how many years? 20... A million. Yeah, it was like eight years or whatever. Seven yeah, or eight so, years. So yeah, he got an eight-year deal. So he's got another nine. So he's double. He basically he literally doubled his salary. doubled his salary. They're like, give me double what you're giving me, right? So, what do you think of uh, this signing with Nathan McKinnon here? Again, like you, like you say, like you've said it time and time again. As the GM, you're making these moves for now because you don't expect to be there at the end of it. However, in Colorado, it's Sackett, right? So, uh, well, technically, they they did hire someone else to be the GM, right? Okay. Well, like it's... they had a they had one of their like um, I don't know if it was an assistant or some executive, but like I guess a lot of teams were looking at like poaching him to be their GM, and Sackett went, "No, nah, I want to keep this guy." All he's, up. It's what he's Ken Holland should have done originally with Eiserman. He's a, he's a lifer. He's a lifer in Colorado, which. Yeah. You know what? They still have a solid team to go to, to make another run there, and uh, you know you got Darren Darren so, Helm there, your boy. So, so um, McKinnon has so McKinnon had sixty five games played, thirty two goals, fifty six assists, eighty eight points. 
Um, so in a full season, <clears throat> which, you know, he usually is around, I mean, the last few years, obviously with COVID that year, um, he's basically played between 70 to 80 games. So if he plays 82, he's, he's bagging at least 40 goals. He's getting a hundred points yeah. right? or higher. So um, like just, they just won the Stanley cup. So you, you have to sign him. Right. So exactly. Especially telling, like, go ahead. Oh, I was telling Zinger, like, this is his favorite team, but he's like, Oh, I don't know. You know, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, yeah, but he's a top five player in the league. You have to pay him. You can't just let him go. Like, you know what I mean? No, you can't just let him play out this contract. And then the the salary cap is apparently going up by like 5 million after this season. Have you heard about that? It's supposed to go way up. Yeah. So then if it's going up, then it's, you know what, sign it to. And then there's inflation. It's double. Like this 12.6 is going to get passed. You see it in the NFL all the time where it's like. Oh, yeah. Of course, especially the quarterbacks. making what? It's like, yeah, they keep one upping each other, right? Yeah, so he's making next, it, and then it's Stafford making it, and then it's yeah. whoever. So McKinnon, I think, is making a hundred hundred grand more than McDavid, which I thought I thought that was kind of funny too. Like, yeah, just give me twelve point six instead of twelve yeah. five. <laughs> like no, it's you, like you said, you got to keep him. He's he's your best player there. He's the highest paid player in NHL history. Yearly until until next till the next big contract next year Probably. or whatever. I mean, who would it? Yeah, but it, it would only ha, it would only be a handful of guys. Yeah, like Matthews, McDavid, Drysital. I mean, you're not going to pay a goalie that. I mean, but Kale you McCarr, know, whereas Kamikar already signed, right? Nine yeah, he's at nine nine mil till twenty seven. Already nine, right? so that kicks in this year, eh? So, like, looking at the Avalanche, like cap space two two point six, but. Like the flexibility, and I think how a lot of GMs are building teams is their top guys, like their top four or five forwards, and they're like top two or three defensemen. They just sign them, right? Yeah. And then the rest of them, you kind of fill in the gaps. So I don't know, because I think Zinger was like, oh, I think they might be screwed next year. I'm like, no, because you got they're still, the, a, they're still in a good Johnson, position. Johnson's six mil off. He's gone. You're not already signing him. Bowen Byram, you're probably going to have to give him a bridge deal because like yeah. he's good, but you can give him like a, 2.5 to 3 million dollar bridge deal for like two or three years. You know, you're goaltending, you're not paying a lot for them either, which is beautiful. No, Five which goals. is used to be the thing, right? You pay for your goaltending, but now pay, yeah, pay for everything else. Um so I don't know, like the way that they've built their team, you know, with you got Ranton and locked up for a few more years, Landis Cog forever, McKinnon forever, Nachushkin. That one's an interesting one, but it's six mil, like it's not that bad. Yeah. Lekin in for four and Lekin a half. in there for, yeah. And then after this year. is flexible, you know? Uh, so I, I like the, like, and it's not that it's like, hey, 12.6 is a shit ton of money, but you have to pay yeah. them. We, like we said, you just have to do it. Like, what do you want, Nate? Like, well, if you don't, you whatever you want, man. If you don't, then you're pretty much saying. The thing is, is like, do you, in a lot of people go like, oh, he's not as good as McDavid. Like, no, but it's McDavid. He, it, it's it's the market, right? McDavid yeah. got paid it's, like three years ago, or what is it, two or three years ago now? Yeah, you're going off the current market value. You, you can't like just 14 say now. You go for the max, right? I bet if it was at the round same time, yeah, McDavid would be making that 14, 15 mil a year. Yeah, oh, it's sure. it's something where you, you got to pay it. You got a good for good for it, like doubling your salary, just like oh for sure, like that. But he's gonna get paid, and yeah. it's all because of us. It's all because of, yeah. And then we much. had uh, we had some retirements, like three in one day, like yeah, not small ones. So like Chara, Chara's Chara, gone. PK Subban, Keith Yandel, all three. The, like, the Subban one day. sort of surprised me at first. I know you. I when I told you like, ah, no one wants Subban. I didn't. Su- I didn't. I wasn't surprised. I know. I think I know exactly what he's doing, and I think he's doing the right thing. He's, yeah, he's transitioning now to go to the broadcasting, which yeah. he's done. And, yeah, and he's, he's a, honestly, he's been good on it for the few things he has done. Yeah. Um, but I'm surprised no one picked him up as like a, a veteran, uh, considering he's only like what early 30s, but 32. Perfect for him, though. Good, good for him. Good for other, like Chara. Well, I thought think, he was retiring like seven years ago, but yeah. Like Subban, I think it's one of those things where it's like, as a player, like, do you want to be that guy? Because I don't think everybody can do it. He went from a Norris Trophy, you know, to 
making a lot of money to now it's like, eh, you know, player try Like, I don't know. If, yeah. Do I want to do that? Like, do you want to keep the grind going? How much longer are you going to be able to do this? Right. Cause it, like he was a player that was like, I don't know if the game passed him by quickly. Cause it seems like it where like he it had did. a small window of like, Hey, you're great. And being in Montreal obviously helps because you're, you're exposed. You're like, hey, yeah. here's PK Subban, and like, obviously, he's still doing a ton of stuff in Montreal, and like, yeah, with his, with his but, the hospitals there and all that. But you know, that was the big thing with him. Like, from what I'm gonna remember, PK Subban was that summer where it was like the craziest 13 minutes in hockey history. Do you remember that? Yeah, the trade. The trade was like Weber for Subban, Stamkos resigned, and then it was a uh, Hall got traded to Hall for uh, Larson. what's his face, and yeah. it was it was was in like 15 minutes and it was like oh my god it was crazy and have you have you heard pk like on the commentary stuff i no, is he doing that he he's i'm pretty sure he's done it a few times like for who was it on cbc i think he's done it maybe no maybe i mean because i've seen him do some sort of commentary He's a personality. He'll be great. He does. He does have that personality for it. It's a good trend. Like it's going to be a good transition for him. And yeah, three big names there. Just boom, boom, boom. Then honestly, if you look at uh, Subban's stats, like it's it's nothing staggering. Like for a defenseman, it, he had uh, a bunch of really good years. It was like 2013-14. I think. When did he win the uh, 2013? He won the Norris, which. I mean, he had 42 games played. Wait, he only he won the Norris with 42 games. 42, played. 38 points. He basically had almost like a point per game as a defenseman. But yeah, that's weird. That would I actually love don't remember this. that because the next year, yeah. So like he top in goals was 16 with Nashville actually. So like his stats are decent. 834 games played. He had 115 goals, 467 uh, points. That's pretty good for a defenseman. For a defenseman, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's like, but yeah, he's thirty like years said, old. So did the, the, the game, like I said, did his window sort of, yeah, pass him by? Yeah, he probably did. The type of player he was, it's kind of like, all right, you, you're not going to be like you're just going to be all offense because on New Jersey he's been a, a minus twenty one, a minus sixteen, a minus eight, right? Yikes. So you know, it's like when you're not on a great team, like you're, and he's not, he wasn't offensively outputting either. Like the New Jersey years for him were awful. Yeah. New Jersey and that's, in Nashville, he was he was pretty good. And it just I don't know. Like he hit like 29 or 29, 30 years old, and it was like, that's it. And he's just like, yeah. So you know what? Maybe it is that he is sees he that decline. I don't know. Is he gonna be an effective bottom? Would you want him on your bottom pair? Like I wouldn't. Like he has to be a guy, like if he's gonna be offensive, it's the only reason like I consider it's just because it's the name. But if you look at the stats, then no. I need more than 22 points if you're gonna be like a top four defenseman, right? If you're gonna be bottom yeah. six, I'm looking for defensive guys. You know yeah, I mean? that's the thing. If you're gonna be that third pairing, yeah, you want to be that like said, that's that defensive pair, which he has never been in his whole career, is all his junior career, his NHL career, it's but you know what? It's it's good for him. He'll make that good transition role in the, in the commentary or whatever he wants to do. And yeah. he has a good personality. So and then um Zidane Ochara, I mean, 45 years old. I mean, this guy was a tank. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. Stanley Cup champ. He won the Norris Trophy in 09. Did um, you see uh he was the last person in the NHL to uh like have been Kretzky? Well, that and to be beaten by the Leafs in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. There's no one left. He, yeah, he played a lot of years, and I just realized he played in the WHL. Like, yeah, George had no idea, but yeah, played with the Islanders. I mean, went to the Senators. Dude, that's the biggest thing I'll remember him for. Is the Senators the forever? Is that when the Senators were like, who do we keep? Wade Redden or Zidane Ochara? Oh my God, guys, fuck <laughs> that up. Wade Redden. I mean, that guy went off the deep end and uh yeah so i mean the bruins took advantage of that but man listen to these stats so like obviously the last two years he played washington and then he played with the islanders yeah he finished yeah finished his career back up in new york 1680 games 209 goals 471 assists for 680 points penalty minutes 2085 i mean holy 
That's <laughs> a lot of penalty minutes. It I just is. remember him ragdolling people in fights. Like he would never like beat the tar out of him. He just like shake him around and just throw him. Yeah. Around. Well, with his arm, with his length, he just yeah, just <laughs> so, oh, and then they're they're dead. Do you remember when they won the cup? The funniest thing is when he like lifted the cup up his hand fell just, off, and he was like, "You so uh, lanky." <laughs> of course, I remember that because you know where I was for that. I was uh, was working at was I working at one of my the hotel jobs I had. And Bobo said like a hundred thousand jobs. I've had like two. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And then I was watching game seven there and I'm just like, fuck. Oh yeah. Cause they played the Canucks. They played the Canucks. Hey, I did not remember- lie. <laughs> I totally forgot. Hey, you remember that day when the Bruins won the cup or how funny that was? <laughs> That's like, if you're like, Hey, remember Oh nine in the finals with the, I'd be like, fuck you. Uh, um, yeah. You know, but- I remember. The last one was Keith Yandel, who yeah. uh, I thought was around longer than this. I don't know why, because he's he had that Iron Man streak, yeah, like for a while, and so he played with like like Phoenix for a while, Arizona, the Coyotes for a while, and those were like, I don't know. It's funny. I'd say his best years, but like most consistent. But his best year was with Florida in 2018 at 56 points. Huh. Actually, I lied. 62 in 2019. Um, he had 59 with the Coyotes. He was like an offensive guy, a lot of assists. He only topped out at 12 goals. Okay. He, he would average like eight, but a lot of assists. Like, you know, what is that? 1,100 games, 103 goals, 516 assists, 619 points. That's great. I mean, he was a minus 47 last year. So I'm out. Yeah, that's probably what he looked at. I was like, oh, wow, I'm done. So he's he was on spitting chicklets a few times already. So I don't know if that's something he'll get into. Yeah, but um, jump on those podcasts or be uh, yeah. do something around those. A couple of probably it's, sandbagger invitationals there. It's one of these things where I feel like because we're getting older, it's just like, I don't know, some of the players that you grew up watching, like like when you're like a teenager, that's I feel like the wheelhouse yeah. for sports where you're like, man, I remember – these are the guys I grew up watching and they're all gone. Like I even, I even look at the wings now and I'm like, they're all 15 years younger than me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's crazy. 15. When we but, watch it, like I like, it was, it really started hitting me for hockey. Like when we watched the guys like Iserman and Sack. Dude, the Sedins. Yeah. But I remember the Sedins coming Getting in. Drafted, gone. Yeah. Like what? Like that's where it's shocking where you're like, all right, when you were a kid, I jumped in. Iserman, Fedorov, Shanahan, Lidstrom, all those guys, they were already in the middle. Already of the in the, yeah. Like, and then, you know, at the end, it's, it's like, okay. But then you get the guys like Datsuk, Zetterberg, Cronwall, you know, these guys that come in, you see Sedins, them. And then, and then, and then now they're all retired. You're like, holy crap. I mean, that goes quick, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's not, and even like Dylan Larkins in like his seventh season. Pardon me? Like I thought he was like 21. He's like 24 years old. Oh, oh, he's um, been in there for a while. Like, yeah, he's he's a vet now. Did you see this uh picture? I got a picture of Larkin from their Twitter feed. This is something that I noticed that wasn't really like I don't know if it was really like was that vet. and the oh. first thing when you told me this with the C getting changed from the right side back to the left side. Wow, is this going to load or here we go? Yeah, so yeah, when, you, when so, you told me, I'd said the first thing, it's because of advertisement. They're going to put a patch here, which is weird because it's like, well, it looks so. All, I wonder what it is because like we could just like put a, like a slice of pizza here. And when you, Bushy told me, said, Get yeah, they're, what is this? They're, Bushy said, oh, their ad is a, is a slice of pizza. <laughs> and I, not going to lie, he got me because I'm like, all right, little Caesars, they're going to just put like a, a hot and ready there. Just they're just going to put the little there. Caesar guy. He's just a pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Well, like, it's better than milk. Yeah, like, like the leaves. Those jokes rate themselves. But okay, so here, here's the thing. I'm looking at the, the letters, you know, and even you can see in the background there, there's one like, uh, I think if we scroll up here, Holy Mata has one. Is on it? There. Is that a different? Is it a different C on there? Like, I know you said with guys that they're not sure of, like they have the straight name bar across. No. And the numbering is different, right? Or the lettering is different. The lettering. So here, like, see Larkin come out. It's it's high. It's high on it because the tip of the wing. The reason that Detroit moved. I'm going to see if any of these other guys have one on, but 
the reason that they moved it is because when the Reebok jerseys came out and the Adidas ones came out, the logo was like higher up on the chest. Yeah, yeah, you just so, saw it there on the, yeah. on the A. So the thing is, and in, in like when you look at these jerseys, you know, there's kind of a line across here. Yeah, the, the shoulder. I feel like the, the fact that this is above that line makes it look a little like minor league-ish to me. And it's a minor, th- it's, it's literally like just a minor. Grade. It's the Jersey nerd in you. Because the thing is, is like these guys, like when, uh, I think it was 2000, uh, wait, it was 2007. No, 2008, I think was when they switched them to the other side. Cause in like when they won the cup, like Lidstrom, like he added on the opposite yeah. side, it was over here. Right. Cause there's a ton of room. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, obviously the jersey would look stupid if the logo was lower. Yeah. But the tip goes so high that they that have to, raise, have to raise it. So it's like, I get why it's over here, but it's... Um, and it's I because, you, it's, you know, part of the reason why they can't just keep it and put the ad on the other side is because... Well, they, it's probably going to be too big. Well, when the NHL sold it, sold rights on jerseys, they only sold the one side. So let's see. This actually is pretty high up now that I'm looking at these. This Iserman one here, that that's really high up actually on the shoulder. Now, what I will say is I think the C that Larkin has is smaller than what the normal C. I think they yeah. I think they've sh- they shrunk the letters slightly to make yeah. them fit there, which I'm cool with because it would look really dumb, right? If it was yeah, if it was bigger than it's more like on the like shoulder part there, but yeah, there's a really funny one with uh I won't, I probably won't load, but with Larkin where he didn't, he didn't look too, uh, he didn't look too happy for some reason. He was like, and like the C was right there. I'm like, oh, they, they switched the sides. Um, I just, uh, the only other what thing you, I kind of, what do you think about the ads overall in general? Like I we know what's happening. It's we've seen it in other sports. Like it's going to happen. There's no use bellyaching about it, but we've seen it like, with the ads on the helmets already. Yeah, so just like the helmet logos, I think there has to be, um, and there probably is, but I think more strict rules were like, okay, if you want an ad on our jersey, I don't care what the color of your company is, you have to match our jersey. So on the Red Wings one, it has to be on the red jersey. It's a white logo yeah. on the white jersey. Well, whatever. Red logo. Right? Yeah. Like, so I think Scotiabank did that with the Leafs helmets. Or was they it did originally? They changed no, it to no. like a blue. Yep, right? they did that Instead with the, the red. Yep, they did that with the Leafs. The Canucks, they did it with the well, they didn't do it originally. They had the green on there for TV. And I think they've switched that now. I think I think that's the one thing that would make it look a little bit le- like um a little like less RBC, advertisement. Like the RBC one on the Canadians is so obviously like oh, there it is, right? And Blue, there's some yellow. That, and... There's some that kind of blend in. Like I saw the Golden Knights one. It was some like it was like MGM or something. And it was like yeah. you couldn't really know it was there, but even the right. Leafs. They did the milk like it's in white and then it's in blue. Yeah, well, I mean, also it's just a stupid sponsor. I, I agree. I agree. Really, you couldn't get like, I don't know, Pro Hockey Life or like, I don't know, something cool. Scotia Bank. You're like, oh, those will look cool on the jerseys. Now, the one thing that I've heard is if you go and buy jerseys from like somewhere, like they're not going to have the patches on them, which is like, thank you. See, I've seen, I've seen hit, I've seen both. Well, yeah, I've heard both. There's certain types of jerseys that will have them on, but there's some that don't. Yeah. Or you can request them to be on there if you want it to look like authentic, which I'm like, I don't know why I'd want would want that on there, right? Yeah. So considering so, half the time, like I'll if let you, you know at, on Friday. Maybe, yeah. I'm gonna go to the game and I'm gonna see. Well, obviously the Red Wings don't have a have a sponsor yet, but like, if you look at the NBA though, like with the ads there, so many teams have switched their ads already. So why would you want a sponsor with yeah, milk. They if next year, it's year. gonna be salad. Maybe entire or whatever. Apple juice. Salad. Juice box. <laughs> juice box. No name. Juice box. Just apple, a yellow apple. juice box. I will have apple juice. Um, but it, like, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. I think they preemptively did it. I don't know if they're gonna have a patch, but like, um, I don't know what it would be. I know, like, obviously, it's it's usually a sponsor that's like or in the. I'd see it being Meyer. Like Huntington Bank or like Meyer, yeah. Something I would see like it being like Meyer, or like Kroger. I mean, they Kroger have, cheese sauce. They've had three different ones on their helmet already. Yeah, one was like a university. There was 
what do they have now? I don't even, I don't even know. And that's the thing. I don't know. I don't notice it. You know, on the helmets, on the helmets, it's so little to notice. And during the game, you're not going to notice it either. It's just one of those. It's when you're watching on TV. Even that I'm not going to, but it's, it is a little weird when you look at it, you're like, Oh, like I, I'm just an old school. Like, I think everyone obviously likes the way that a Jersey looks without anything on it because it's so clean, right? There's, yeah, it's the logo, your, your colors, the numbers, the captain patch, whatever you got a shoulder, whatever, like it's cool. Right. But then when you kind of start putting more shit on it, like then they start to turn into Rolanda. Like, here's the thing. Some of these Swedish jerseys, they're like, they look, they would look very nice. They look good. But like the problem with it is they have have a European. Yeah. Like, so can you get out of the way here? I can't even open a new thing. Oh my God. Can I, there we go. Okay. So like, Frolanda jersey. Oops. What the hell? Dude, I don't know why that does that all the time. Okay. Yeah. So like Frolanda has a pretty cool looking jersey. Like check this out. If you're not looking, I got the Indian head on there, right? Yeah. And then downward, but then it's right? just one, two, three, four, five, six. There's a shit ton of them. Seven, eight, nine, ten, like imagine, at least can you imagine 11, this. 12 logo being just a little bigger right get rid well, of all this crap it's on the sleeves it's on the it's everywhere okay. right you know what look at the one the black one there that just says for Wanda has the thing in the indians if you got rid of those look how low the logo is if you have that up more like, this is this is ridiculous like this is insane if you if you guys obviously no one can see this but there's there's a now their jerseys look like Minnesota wild green, like forest green, some red trim, some white, you know, like, so their logo, the team colors, it's got the Indian head, which looks awesome. And then they have, it says for Indians above and below. So it looks cool. It looks like a clean Jersey. Like it's it, on it the that. guy's belly button underneath the Indians. It says extended, whatever the hell that is. And then there's an SKF logo, which is in blue. And then above the for there is one, two, one, three, two four, three, five, six, four. seven patches maybe eight if you include the Bauer. There's seven or eight patches with every single color under the rainbow. The patches are all white, so they stand out like crazy. There's advertisement the on the thing, collars. There's on the collars, there's advertisements, and then there's two on each sleeve. The one is lengthwise light blue. So it looks horrible. Like you're just a walking, you look like a Canadian tire ad. You know what you look like? You look like those like the people, myself included, that put a bunch of stickers on their computers or something like people that sticker the shit out of like it, it I mean it just looks bad. It's like I'm yeah. not buying your shit because it's on the jersey. I mean they're trying to make money, right? Yeah. That's how you do it, right? But it's it's something where at that point it's like that's a little much. You're gonna do one, great. But you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna continue. Oh we're yeah. Put one here, and we're gonna put one on the back. Of the so get rid one of in the bottom corner. We'll put one on the we'll pant leg. the shoulder patches if yeah. you don't have shoulder. We'll put patches. one on the pant leg. It's not a big deal. No one's gonna notice. Yeah. That. You it'll on the out. socks. On the socks. If it makes money, and like that's it, right? I got mad. I remember whenever this happened, I got mad about the numbers on the top of the helmet. I, yeah, it was like Why? it looks fine. Like, what's the problem? It's just because it's different. But. I'm just, yeah, like I said, you you like what you used to like, you know, and it's like, I don't want anything to change. Things change. Well, it's all give, about me, money. give me the clean boards with no advertisement. Give me clean ice. Give me clean, clean jersey. It's going to continue. You're going to see the ice is going to get more filled up with shit. The boards are going to have. Well, I was watching fucking. I was watching the Spitfires game last night and everywhere where you could place an ad right now. It's on there. It's on the ice. Yeah. And then, I mean, even on some broadcast, they have it behind the nets where they like on the, put it in right? on the like on the netting yeah or it's on the glass everywhere. yeah and it's all about money so whenever everybody's like oh it's making the jerseys look bad no they don't care about that they care about the money they're making that's all it is they that's could it. give a shit what you they and i think fuck about that because we're not paying five point i'm just looking at it dollars. yeah i'm just looking at it this way if you're gonna do it and we have to do it make some rules to like make the jersey still look good don't have this Swedish type of thing where it's just a free for all and yeah. you're just throwing McDonald's logos everywhere. It's like, no, like if you want to put the McDonald's logo on the Maple Leafs Jersey, you're going to change blue. the color. You're, it's going to be fucking blue or it's going to be white. Everyone knows what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
that's just how it's going to have to go. And if that advertiser doesn't want to do that, then see. Go on to the next one. Go on to the next one. Someone will do it, right? The only uh, thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, like Red Wings wise, and I know I'm just kind of like nerding out, is like, I love the preseason. Like, I like watching the prospects. I like the battles, right? And like, who's going to fit where? And like, I was one day so bored. I was just going through like potential lines, like who could be where, like who might make the team. And I'm usually, and I said, I'm usually right about just watching these games, who's going to be there and who's going to not be there. And I think a lot of beat writers and fans are fabricating positivity towards one of our better prospects, Simon Edmondson, who, in my opinion, has not looked good at all this preseason. I mean, he's been exposed. He's had a lot of turnovers. He's had some bad penalties. He's not ready. He's going to go to Grand Rapids. Like, it, for me, I'd be like, you're, you're, you you're got to go there to get used to this ice and get used to that pro game. Like, even though he's played in the SHL and, and he won the same awards that Cider did, but he's just – he's not ready. The thing, too, is the first time I saw Cider play live – at an exhibition game preseason, he didn't look good either. He was lost. Like he didn't know what he was doing. Now look, right. So I know that Eiserman's going to do the right thing and put him, I and put him in the minors. And I, this is where I go like, this guy knows I, he, he, he probably knew all, all along. He's not going to make the team. Like we're going to give him the opportunity, but he's not going to make it. That's yeah. why I'm saying Robert Hag and Mark Pissick and Steven Camper. And, you know, I'm going to bring back all these guys. So they have a lot of depth because I think he knew like he's not going to make it. We need someone there and we can't go dominate, go uh, get your feet underneath you in in Grand Rapids, do well there. And then yeah. See how the season. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like if, if you're a Red Wings fan, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with him. He's young. He's a young defenseman. So it's one of the hardest positions you're going to get exposed. Like when you make a mistake, you're going to notice it. And with defensemen, I've always said, if you don't notice that guy, he's playing well because he's not screwing things up. I mean, he's not taking chances. Guys like Cider, they can make, they can take the chances because it's not going to burn them most of the time, or they can make up for that. Most, most defensemen just do what you got to do, you know, like make your breakout pass, defend well, get the hell off. Like that's it. It's not hard, but I think Edvinson was a little bit like I'd say physically was a tiny bit slow but mentally what it he needs to be quicker like where i could see like i know what he wanted to do there but it just he's too slow to make that decision so it's got to have to be quicker right you're playing the transition the pros yeah. now you're playing um, the pros you're transitioning to a smaller ice and but it's also like you're playing against other prospects too so it's not really an excuse but um one guy that i was like wow this guy's really good he might make the team is elmer soderblom Ever heard of this kid? He's six foot eight from Sweden, same t- for Lunda, right? Wow. And played really well last year. I actually want to pull his stats up because he did so well. He was like a sixth round pick. Um, I don't know what year it was, but he's, he's 21, sixth round in 2019. And uh, with for Lunda last year, he had 52 games played, 21 goals, 12 assists, 33 points. That's fantastic for a 20 year old in a men's league and yeah he's he's uh it says six foot six but i think he's actually like six eight um well then you put him on skates too right it's gonna add up there so six and he's played he played um i think three preseason games where he's played like he's played the most games so there the first game he kind of was like um third or fourth line kind of sheltered and then i guess Derek lalone who's the head coach now the wings said uh, in a press conference that, Oh, management requested that they want to see him in a top six role. I was like, Oh, shit. Well, okay. Then. Like, because that's probably, they want to see what he's capable of. And man, was he good because he's, he's, he scored. I think he's got like two or three assists. Like he's been playing very well, but he's been playing predominantly with uh Pew Suter and Adam Ernie. So that in my opinion would be the Red Wings fourth line. Because just looking at this, if I pull up kind of what I was thinking it would be, when everyone's healthy, I guess, 
So I don't know if this is going to be able to be seen by you. I think you can see it, right? Uh, uh, oh, what is going on here? here? Yeah. No, Something's screwing up here. Wait, 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 wait. Something's screwing up. Okay, I'll just read them to you. Yeah. See, first line, Bertuzzi, Larkin, Raymond. Right? Solid. Yeah. That's what it was last year. Uh, I got Perron with Cop and Verana. You're going to have Verana all season now. That's basically a brand new second line. Zadina, Rasmussen, Kubalik. They've been on the same line for the two games they've played. Okay. Then the fourth line right now, I've got Soderblom, Suter, Ernie. But you've also got Oscar Sundqvist, who hasn't played yet. I think he's hurt. Fabry's out for like um, another month or two, maybe. And then Joe Valeno, he can go up and down too. And he's been hurt. And then on D, you got Sider and Sherratt, Hronik and Mata, and then Robert Hag and Lindstrom. And then you have Osterley as well. So I think you'd, you'd probably keep seven. And then you put Fabry on IR. You put Valeno in the minors, maybe. You got one scratch. Well, you might actually keep one of them. We'll see. It's it's actually interesting. I think Soderblom is going to make the lineup. I really do. Okay. I don't think there's anyone else. You know, I think because Fabry's out and because Sunfist isn't super healthy yet and Valeno's also hurt, I think, like, he's probably going to start the season with Detroit because he's shown that He's got this huge reach. He uses his body well. He doesn't skate extremely well, but he's got awesome hands for a big guy. And, like, he's not afraid to take it to the net. He was shooting. He was, like, you look pretty poised for, like, a 21-year-old. So I was impressed. And I just wanted to talk about him real quick because I'm a nerd. And I hope, he makes, I hope he makes it because he's going to be fun to watch. He's a fucking giant. And then ask me how much preseason I've watched. Oh, bingo, zingo, zero? Uh, no, I watched a little bit here and there, but, like, nothing – consistent i've just been there's so much foot sports going on right now oh yeah it's, it's great, like man. october is the best because you got yeah. football you got baseball like the end of baseball mm-hmm. uh, did you listen to tigers games on the radio friday yeah no jim price just sounded like a drunken <laughs> idiot jim price is that it's a yellow hammer no like he's trying to say like his s's and his f's he's like and this is Francisco. I'm like, whoa. He might be on his way out because they've had a few people come in with Dan Dickerson and like, yeah, they had, yeah, they had like a Vila one time. They had like, yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe he's just getting old. <laughs> he's, he's, you're getting senile, old man. No, he just needs to, to retire. The uh, the the one thing that also I brought up was uh, Mitch Marner. Oh yeah. What do you think about what's going on with Mitch Martin? If you want to explain to the people well, uh, what the, the Leafs, Leafs might be doing here, Leafs trying to put him on defense now. Even though you have what you got, uh, fuck, what's his Morgan Riley? That's the name. He's the I same goddamn to... player. He's fucking. You should put Morgan Riley on forward then. No, then they're not <laughs> the same guy. Leafs. They're not going to do it. Like it's funny because it's like you think that's your. Pro- Why don't you just sign an actual defenseman? Like we've talked about Morgan Riley. He's elite offensive defenseman he is brutal yeah, they, could have, they could have signed pk Horrible. pk could have played for his hometown team it's just it's so funny because it's like why would you do, like why would you do that the wings did that with fedorov but he won like two selkie trophies you know what i mean he was already a defensive player and i think yeah. they had a lot of injuries and scotty bowman's like i know he can do it i'll put him there it was only for like a week but and it's you're not going to see Sergei it fedorov like it's so funny. Like even that was like, oh well, we don't have anybody. We'll put him there. But really, we're really gonna. You're really gonna do that? I mean, have fun. What are you gonna do? Play four forwards and a defenseman? No one's ever done that. Do it. That'd be kind of a game breaking thing, maybe. Will it help? It's like an first... all out attack. Like we're gonna win nine eight. It's like will it help like... him get out of the first round? No. No. <laughs> God no. I just thought it was kind of funny. Like it, it's it's such a Toronto thing, right? And you know what? It's probably something that, like, I bet you, uh, I bet you Sheldon Keefe, like, said something just in passing, like, oh, we maybe we should put Mitch on defense. And then, like, Steve Simmons is like, oh my God, a story. Well, oh, we're going to play him on no. defense. Oh. It's like, dude, shut up. Like, you're just, it's just Toronto <laughs> media sucks. Oh, yeah. They, they'll take one, they won't, the, anything that has to do with the Leafs uh, that's different or whatever. Out of proportion. And yeah, exactly. Like they'll say something about oh Michael Bunting is going to be in the in the Calder <laughs> thing again this year, and uh, of course he is because he's thirty eight. Well, how about how about Slavkovsky in uh, Montreal? I mean, Kent Hughes came out like yesterday and said like yeah we're like disappointed in his preseason, but but 
but that's what the media is like oh Slavkovsky. he's gonna be an absolute boss blah 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 no so they get clicks but kenny's like hey we didn't pick him because he's the best player now we're we're, we're projecting him down the we think he's the best player in the draft in three years so well, he exactly. needs to develop he needs to develop he's, and like i even told luke he's like i don't know i think he's a boss like dude it's two it's two games in the preseason it's, it's preseason like, don't worry about it right now when, when you get, get down to that three year four year yeah. mark and if he's still not producing then smaller ice develop him right like he doesn't need to be anywhere near this dumpster fire no. in montreal there's no shot that i would have him in that lineup like at all right there's no point go let him play in laval right light it up right keep him down there you want to get the nine games at the end of the year fine do it and then maybe that's his tryout is at the end of the year meaningless games let's play nine see how you do you've played the ahl like that's the thing is you have to be patient like not every first overall pick is gonna be like in the show, because you know what happens when you do that? You end up with Nolan Patrick. Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, he, we took him too quick. You know what I mean? Like, the, and that's the draft where like, I think it was uh, Heiskanen and, and was it Makar? I don't even remember who was in that draft, but there was a few other guys that were unbelievable that, that went four and five, you know, and it's just how those Words, drafts yeah. go. But it, it, but it goes with in. development. You got to develop these kids properly. You have to take your time. They're not ready. Don't put them in. That's why do not put Edvinson in the lineup because he's going to get exposed. <laughs> like put him down, like let him play a lot of that's a co- minors. I'd rather their confidence be a little, not shocked and, or hurt whatever by going down to, and developing first rather than keeping them in and then just have them get absolute sewered. Yeah, exactly. Because, and I look at it in a way of like, you know, cider, he, like you said, he had that one year where obviously COVID did things too, but like he went, he played in Grand Rapids for a bit, then went back, played with Rogla in, in the SHL and crushed it, right? Then came back and was awesome. So like Edvinson needs that year. He needs that Grand Rapids AHL. I'm going to annihilate people in the minors year and then bring them up. Same and then like I said, same thing. If you need those nine games at the end of the year. Is that Kuzmenko kid going to make uh, Canucks? I bet he is, right? He looked pretty Our, The Canucks, well, you know who they had in the other day on their second uh, defensive pairing? Danny? Danny DeKaiser. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, if he if he actually makes that team, oh, that's going to be hilarious. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm looking up the daily face-off here for uh, for the Canucks real quick just to see. Oh, Nathan Boileau. Boileau? 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 Yeah, I'm Ducks, Carolina Hurricanes, Calvin DeHaan. Um, let's see, starting lineups, Vancouver, Vancouver, line combos. Okay, he's not, he's not making this team. No, he shouldn't. He'll go, he, it's, is it what, a PTO or was it just like a minor league deal? Is, or PTO, uh, I thought. They signed him with PTO, I thought. That's, I'm pretty sure it was a PTO. Well, it's weird because they have McKay. Uh, yeah, maybe daily faceoffs not up to date. They have McKayev still, and he's out for a while. Eh? Yeah. Pod Colson. Hey, man, they got a few guys like Pod Colson and uh, Kuzmenko. Those are. I think Pod Colson takes. Yeah, Pod Colson should have a good okay, year. Yeah, he'll. I think he'll he'll be in there. He's on a second power play. It looks like. I don't know. We'll see. It's Thatcher Demko, Spencer Martin. Wait, who was the backup last year? Uh. There was such a rotation of guys. It was Demko and Vancouver. Who was it last year? Oh, uh, roster. old guy. Kalak? Yes, that's his name. Was Yarrow there? Yeah, Yarrow was there last year. Really? I like how I said old guy, and you know exactly who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was Kalak, it was yeah. DiPietro Martin. Is DiPietro still in their system? He is. Oh, he's, he's screwed. He's just and, guys now. Yeah, because Martin's that. playing better. Uh, I get they had Richard Bachman. Yeah. There, so, they had someone else. But yeah. Okay, last thing that we want to do, and we're going to just test our knowledge here, okay? We'll do this together. We were talking about, actually, real quick, we were talking about this ring of honor thing. I had this big, <laughs> I had this thing. I was going to like surprise Boba with like, Oh, this ring of honor thing. And he's like, the Canucks have that. I'm like, yeah, the Canucks oh. have that already. 
I just was kind of looking at it in terms of like who like got their jersey retired, but then who didn't, but it's still like been with that team and should be honored for it, but not as much as having their like jersey retired. So when I look at the Red Wings, like there's certain things where they have their standard for what a jersey retirement is, right? Yeah. But then you have your your numbers that are like honored. So like uh, Larry Ori number six, no one ever wears it. And Konstantinov 16, no one ever wears it, but they're not retired. So that's more of a number thing. But then there's the lower echelon of like, no one has worn 91 since Sergei Fedorov, right? And there's the whole debate on that. It's not really honored. Yeah, I think it should be retired, but but that's that's different, right? So I think it should be, who knows? But then there's other numbers like 55. So like Cronwell hasn't played in like three or four years. No one has wore 55 yet. 96. This is the one where <laughs> some people weren't happy. So 96 hasn't been worn since it's Thomas Holmstrom. Holmstrom. Ironically, in the preseason when Axel Holmstrom, who is not related to him, played, he wore 96. I bought one of those jerseys. So I have the, like the straight name bar, like Holmstrom yeah. jersey. Um, but so what happened is... Um, Ben Sherratt signs with the Red Wings. He's usually number eight. Jake Wallman, who was number eight, goes, have it. Take number eight. Jake Wallman turns around and for some reason it took 96. So people are like, whoa, whoa, 96, that's Homer's number, right? I'm like, yeah, but he retired in like 2012 or like 2011, right? It's been like 12 years. It's been a decade. <laughs> like it's been a decade of we haven't used this number. So I was thinking like who would be in now, obviously you already know who's in it for the Canucks, but like who else maybe would you put in there? So you had the list of like guys that didn't have their jerseys retired, but were like in the ring of honor. Now you said, yeah, so I can, I'll bring it back up here. Uh, so like explain what you were talking about, like with what they actually have in the arena. So they have the Canucks at the right? top of the arena. Yeah. At Rogers arena there, Rogers set, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, GM, GM place, place. <laughs> yeah. So at the top, like, uh, and near the near the rackers around the whole arena, they have the number of the player, mm-hmm. like a little picture of them, and then their name. So like Orland Curtainbach, the first Canuck captain. Yeah, can't see it, but it's cool. But I, I get what you're saying. I think you you explained it pretty good because. So it's not officially retired, like because. The, the Canucks, they have Orland Kurtenbach there. They have Kirk McLean, number one, which obviously Roberto Luongo comes in where's number yeah. one. Yeah, which is fine because then it's at least a, an acknowledgement of, hey, yeah. you, you like so we for the like say for the wings, right? Like the ones I'd put in there would be Sir, like Sergey Fedorov, I think, should have the, the jersey number retired. Datsuk, Zetterberg, yes, they should be retired as well. Datsuk's the one where they're like debating it. No one's wore that number, right? Yeah. Verana come in. Verano was 13 with the Capitals. He's 15 with wings. They didn't give it to him. Uh, Cronwall won't get retired, but 55, honor it. Let someone else use it, right? Yeah, so he could still wear it. Just... Yeah, but put Cronwall up there. Thomas exactly. Holmstrom, 96, sure, right? Um, hell, even like Brandon Shanahan. Like People have wore 14, ton, tons of them, right? Fabry, Nike, was like there's been people that have wore 14 after Brandon Shanahan. Derek Meech, you know what I mean? Like two two years after um you know some of the other ones like i don't know who else you would throw up there like chris osgood number 30 like people wear 30 still right actually that's a great i don't know if someone has no has it wore 39 well no like since osgood left i don't know if anyone's wore 30 but like throw his name up there right to honor some of the players that don't have their jersey retired but did special things with the team well exactly it's just so you can still wear it but you're not like, is there anybody else you can think like Canucks wise that would be in that that isn't in it now? See that like, is Luongo in there? No, he's not. And it, it, I think I think he will be uh, eventually because like the Canucks have only done this since what 2010. He's in the it, Hall of Fame now, so yeah, <laughs> I feel like he probably should. So they did 2010, 2011. You're not going to retire that two. number. No. 2014, 20, like they haven't. They, it's not like an annual thing they do either. Like the last person they put in there was Alex Burroughs. 14, right? Yeah. 14, yeah. And they did that to, in 2019. Okay. Before that, Matthias Olin in 2016, number two. So, right. uh, so they must have some type of standard for like, okay. like I could see Sammy Sallow 
Sure. Sammy Salovey is number six. Um, because their jersey retires are like what Naslin. Oh, we're gonna do this by the way. Naslin, both. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it. Yeah. Yeah. But what about um, like uh, like Brendan Morrison? But that should be an honorary, like that West Coast Express line. Yeah, like should he be honored? Probably if Burroughs is Bertuzzi. I don't think they'll do Bertuzzi <laughs> for, for what? obvious reasons, but why they don't want to celebrate that in Colorado? Oh. Yeah. And, oh, have have the Avalanche there as like the away team. <laughs> um, let's let's do this. We got yeah. a uh, we like our sparkle quizzes. Let's do a sparkle quiz. Well, let's hammer um, this out. We got this. All right. So it's 15 minutes now. There's some that I know for a fact I'm, we're not going to be able to get because it's just like older players and it's like I don't know. Um, so I'll let you – I'll type them in, but I'll let you kind of like – Oh, no, we'll, we'll just have some fun with this here. Yeah, yeah, and and if you need help, I'll, I'll keep going. Okay, so just go ahead. Right, it doesn't so have to be gonna, in any order. We're going to go Gretzky, Solani, Korea, uh, Niedermeyer, Sir. Uh, Hull, uh, Roenick, uh, Howard Chuck. Nice. Good, good blazing uh, start here. Dome. 27. Tapo Newman. Oh, really? Oh, Steen. I don't know number seven, though. Uh, Who that would be. I don't either. The, honestly, oh, the original six Tony ones. Tony Amante. No, God, no, it's not. The, the original six ones are going to be the toughest. So, like, yeah. Boston, right? So, like, go ahead. You know a few. Uh, yeah, we're going to go Bobby Orr. Uh, do they have Willie O'Ree up there? Who? The the black guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um it's uh Willie O'Ree. O'Ree, yeah, they have him. They should. That's how you spell it, right? It wasn't he number six. Oh, is this one not updated? Probably not. Um you know, like Ray Bork. Yeah, Bork, Esposito. Neely. Yeah. Neely there, yeah. Like, uh Derek Sanderson. I don't even know. Milt uh, Schmidt. Nice. Who? Oh, okay. Sure. Milt Schmidt. Some of these guys, it's like, I don't know, right? Like, I'm going to skip it. Okay, Buffalo. Uh, Brad May. Not a shot. A Hashik. Yeah, Hashik. Uh, um, is it like Gilbert Perot? Um, nice. Danny Gear. LaFontaine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Wait, Lafon, wait, Laf, Lafontaine, sir. La 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 Lafontaine. The other ones I actually don't know. I'm not sure. Calgary, uh, I can get all three of those. That's Lanny McDonald, Jerome McGinley. Is that Mike Vernon? Yes, sir. Get all these too, Carolina. Is that uh, uh. Brindamore. Yeah. Uh, Brindamore, who is the other one? Ron Francis. Yeah. Who's number two? Glenn Wesley. Oh. And then Blackhawks. Yeah, it's Dan Makita. Yeah, Makita. I think Pierre Pelot. Two people. Oh, Savard. I don't know number one though, goalie. Because like I don't remember Tony Esposito. Yeah. I don't know who the other goalie would be. All right. Then for Colorado, we got yeah, Sackick, Forsberg. Uh is that Milan Hayduke, Patrick Juan, Adam Foote. See, like Milan Hayduke, should he really really? You know what I mean? Okay, Dallas. Uh is that Morrison? Who? Morrison. Or Morrow, Morrow. Brendan Morrow. No. Seven. Rotten. Okay. I just know uh, Medano. Medano, yeah. I mean, Yuri Lettinen. Uh, oh, yeah, that one was recently retired, wasn't it? 19. See, some of these guys, it's like, like, was it Masterton, the guy that, yeah, he died. Oh, yeah. Uh, number eight, like, I don't know who would that be. Go ahead, I mean, take your wings. Okay, Sawchuck, Kelly, Lidstrom, Lindsay. 
Pau, Del Vecchio, uh, Abel, Eiserman. Oilers. Uh, Moose? Grant, yeah. Yeah, Grant Fury, yeah. Fury, uh, Yari Curry. No, we already said Yari Curry. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Curry. Uh, Glenn Anderson. Glenn Anderson. Steve Smith. Kevin Lowe. These two, I, I don't know. Oh, he was number four. Um, There's some weird ones. Like, actually, I was just looking at this one. It was a weird number three is like a who the hell are you? It was like one of the ones where it's like, why is he retired? I don't even know who it is. I mean, Kings. I mean, we could probably get Marcel Dion. Yeah. Uh, was it f- uh, not foot? Uh, what's his name? Blake. Yeah. Yeah. These are you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robitaille. Shit. And uh, Bernie Nichols. Yeah, that seems right. Shit. Nope. All right. Moving on. Montreal. See, here's where it's like, I don't know. Okay. Ken Dryden. Richard Dryden. uh, Bellavo. Plant. Bellavo. 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 Yeah. Boom, boom. Jeffrey on. I don't know how to spell his name though. Jet Jeffrey on Jeff Jeffrey. There we go. Um, uh, 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 Ganey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lafleur. Yeah, good one. Some of my, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's it for Does me. Price on get his number retired, probably right. <sighs> Been there forever. Devils will get all these ones. Broder, Stevens, 26. It's been there. It was there forever. Check oh, there. that's uh, fuck. I know it too. Go ahead and put him in. I'm going to know it too. Yeah. Patrick Eliash. And Danico. Islanders. I typed in Smith for a different. Yes, yeah, we got Billy Smith there, and then, uh, well, we got the Bossy, Trottier. Uh, who else is on that eighty-four team? Boring. No, Nystrom. Potvin. Pot, yeah, Dennis Potvin. Number nine. I don't know. That was basically that whole. Yeah, team, right? eighty. Those eighties team. Wait. Red Arbor. See, like Rangers, like I, I don't know. I think like. Uh, Brian Leach. Leach Richter maybe. Richter Graves. Yeah. Um, Hat isn't there like a Hatfield or something? Yeah, it's already retired there with eleven with. Oh shit! Yeah. With Messier. Okay. Uh, Alfredson. This one isn't updated because it should be Chris Phillips, number four, wasn't as retired. Number eight. Like, who the hell is that? Who's eight? Fans. Oh, my God. Don't even. Uh, <laughs> like, Pittsburgh, like, Pittsburgh's, like, Lemieux, obviously. Yeah. But who's 21? Uh, it, it's like one of their, like, GMs or some shit. I think. Oh, uh, Lindros, Clark. I'm just going to type in this. Just, oh, whoops, Clark. Uh, Primo? No. Four and seven. I don't know, Mark, how? I don't know. I'm not St. sure. Louis. St. Louis, I'm not going to know. Lager. Hey, you got a twofer. Like oh, yeah, Pronger, Pronger should be there too, but like this isn't updated, obviously. McKinnis yeah. three. Uh, oh, um, Federico. Other two, I could fucking have no idea. Tampa. And that's LeCave and St. Louis. Do, you, do the Canucks. I got those done. Uh, Burray, Smile, Linden, 
Messier. Or not Messier. <laughs> wow. Wow. Vancouver Canucks legend. Legend. Okay, Washington. You know any of these? Washington. No, I do not. Dale Hunter. Rod Langway. Oh, yeah, Dale Hunter. What I don't. The other two, this? though, like, I don't know. Uh, Toronto. I mean, the actual two retired ones is five and six. Do you know who they are? No clue. Bill Barilko, the guy that died in a plane accident. And then Ace Bailey, because he died well, in Ace Bailey, yeah. But then, like, I don't know, like, Sunday, Gilmore, right? Yeah. Like Gilmore. These are all honored, by the way. They're technically not retired. Uh, Sittler. Mahovlich. Well, he's, yeah, he's under there with Sittler as well. 21, maybe. Ted Kennedy. Gary Roberts. Gary Dog. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, wait, is Gump Worsley here somewhere? No, uh, the goalie, uh, Johnny Bauer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Turk Broda and Johnny Bauer. We got a lot of them, but like, man, there's a lot that I. We're going to look through and see if we're up. I bet if we give up, because I can't think of anything else. We did we're gonna... a bunch that were pretty good there. Okay, well, let's, see what we, let's see what we missed. Okay, Keith Kachuk, we should have had that one. Yeah. Um, Eddie Shore, Lionel Hitchman, Dick Clapper, Johnny Busick, Middleton, Terrell. I wouldn't have guessed any of these, but I know who they are. Yeah. Hitchman, not really. Tim Horton, Tim Horton. Rick Martin, Rene Robert. I would have not guessed any no. of those. Glenn, Glenn Hall. Hall. Yeah, probably. Bill Goldsworthy. Never have gotten that. Paul Coffey. Coffee you should have got. Al Hamilton. That's the guy. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no um, clue. Dave Taylor? Sure. Okay. Okay, Doug Harvey. Yeah, I probably should have guessed Doug Harvey. Emil Bouchard, no idea. I mean, not no idea. Larry Robinson. Howie Lorenz, Larry Robinson, Cornwall. Claire Gillies. Yeah. Eddie Jockerman, Harry Howell, Rod Gilbert, John Rattel. I wouldn't. I know John Rattel and Jockerman. These two, I don't. Who Frank Finnegan for the Who? Ottawa Senators. I have no idea. Bill Barber, Barry Ashby. So this nope. guy, guy, I guess he died. I read that. Oh. Bill Breer. Again, no idea who that is. Bob Gassoff, Brian Sutter. Okay. So King Clancy. Tim Horton, we would have hit both of them. Yeah. Bill Apps, Armstrong, Dave Keon, Boris Selman. Okay. Like I know them. Mike Gartner's your Labor. He had a bunch of, like, Mike Gartner has some interesting stats, I think. Uh, where is it? Hockey DB. He has, uh, I think he's got a lot of, uh, he's only 62. Interesting. Dude, this guy was a stud. It's 700 goals. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's insane. These guys He's almost 50. a point a game. That's unreal. Yeah, I'm thinking Mike Greer. Nope, not even close. He's the GM in uh, nope. San Jose now. He is. Yeah. So it, it's crazy that that's how many retired numbers there are in the NHL. And it's like you look at some of them and go like, does everybody really deserve this? Because that's some of these I, people don't know. Not so much. I wonder if they would ever like unretire a number and be like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't think they could, but I don't know. Um, so it's cool because, uh, you know, regular season is like coming up quick, like basically yeah. in like a couple of weeks. And uh, I don't know. I think for both of our teams, it should be an interesting ride because who knows what the hell? Like they're kind of. They're in that, like we said, yeah. they're, they're in that. Should be contending for a playoff spot. We'll see how it is closer to. It'll be interesting to see where they are near trade deadline to see if they want to sell or if they want to. Trade deadline is going to be interesting. Like for your Canucks, it would be because like, yeah, they could be selling with the wings. I don't know if they would like sell. I think they, I hope they're in the mix where it's like, Hey, we can maybe get somebody, you know what I mean? Like that's the hope, but I think uh, either way, like, you just have to see where you are in the standings. That's the it's, interesting part. That's why the trade deadline is interesting. You don't know what teams are going to do. So I can't wait to do that. We're going to have to look and see what, what day it is. Take it off. <laughs> Obviously. It's gone. And uh, It's already off. Yeah. And we'll do it that way. But we have to do it for free agency too. Free agency was, was great this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is something we'll just go through again and, yeah. and again and again. and Just over and over. It's fun. It's great. 
just so, what we do. So until the regular season starts, we'll probably wait for our next one until then, unless probably. something extraordinary happens. Um, right now you look bald, which is hilarious. And <laughs> keep it there you look good. You look good. Uh, so until next time, it's Bushy and Bobo. Bushy and Bobo is 33 on. in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're like a third of the way to 100. We're like so, my age. Yeah, I mean, I'm like 32. I'll never be as old as you, bud. Follow no. us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and uh, mm. anywhere you can get your podcast. Spotify, Apple, Spotify, podcast, Apple whatever you like. Fun stuff. Until the regular season, it's Bushy and Bobo signing off. We'll talk to you soon. Thank <laughs> you.